Welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow. This is a moving river podcast hosted by multifaceted entrepreneur and transformational coach Bia Marie Anin. In this podcast, we want to help you discover the concept of flow and show you ways to get into flow and how you can keep your life flowy. Hello, 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 and welcome to 52 Weeks of Flow, where we talk about all aspects of flow in our lives, how to create it, how to maintain it, and how to access it whenever we want. If you'd like to support the show and learn more about what we do at Moving River, you can check out our website, www.movingriver.com, or check out www.superwoman.coach for our Superwoman training and circle. You can also find us on Instagram at moving underscore river, or you can find us here, right here, right now. How convenient, right? Today, I want to talk about the three pillars of flow. In the last episode, I told you that Mihai Csikszent Mihai discovered that flow needed three ingredients, and that is focus, involvement, and enjoyment. So in this episode, we will talk about the first ingredient, focus. In our day-to-day -day life, we are exposed to millions of external distractions, millions of external factors that court for our attention. Today, we don't just go to work anymore. We use the time to commute, to listen to a podcast, check our emails, check our social media apps, the private ones and the work-related ones, and most of the time get sucked into a tunnel which, when we arrive at work, is hard to escape from. The other day, I was invested in writing another chapter for the book I'm writing at the moment. Before I started, I went into the kitchen to make myself some coffee. There were no beans in the grinder, so I looked in the freezer. Yes, to preserve the aroma, we keep our espresso and coffee in the freezer once opened. But in the freezer, there was none. So I looked in the pantry, and there it was, a new, still-sealed pack of espresso for my beloved Americano. I grabbed the pack, and by then I noticed how messy the pantry was. So I started organizing the shelves a little bit so it looked a little cleaner. But then I thought, oh, what the heck? If I'm already at it, I might just do it properly. So I cleaned out all the shelves, wiped them with warm water and rearranged the supplies in boxes and baskets, which I dug out of the basement. When I was in the basement to find the boxes and baskets, I had to dig through a lot of moving boxes to find them. And there I found old yearbooks from my time when I lived in South Bend, Indiana. Boy, oh boy, that was so long ago. And I used so much eyeliner. Hours later, I found myself on the floor listening to old tapes which I had recorded back then. To listen to them, I had to dig out an old tape deck. So, I think you're getting my point. When I was back upstairs and done with the pantry, still hadn't brewed an Americano, let alone had some writing done, it was time to pick up my oldest from daycare. Where did the time go? One of my clients, let's name her Julia, usually goes to work by car. But her car was at the car shop, so she took the train. 
she had to prepare a big project presentation, which she had scheduled all morning for. To get in the mood during the train ride, she put on some music and wanted to start writing the speech on her phone. But when she unlocked her phone, she saw 23 unread emails. Maybe it was important. She checked them, answered some, some were just junk, and she decided to unsubscribe from a couple of newsletters that kept coming in and taking up space. By the time she finished, she had to get off the train. When she got to her office, she made herself some tea, chatted with a co-worker for a bit, opened her laptop, and when she sat down, checked the time on her mobile phone. Has that happened to you before? You wanted to check the time on your phone, although your laptop was open and the time was right there? Well, like almost everybody, Julia noticed the number of five on her messaging app, and she got curious. Just a quick check-in. Maybe it was a client who needed her help. Maybe it was her boss. Maybe none of those messages were important. One from her mom, one from a friend, one from herself to remind her to buy cat food on the way home. So time goes by when you scroll through your phone, when she finally finished also just checking Facebook and Twitter, the maybe work-related message on LinkedIn, which was just an enrollment call, she was ready to start working on her presentation. Then her co-worker from earlier came in to catch up on something they talked about over tea, then showed her a video on YouTube, which led to another video, which led to another video, which... Does any of this sound familiar? She was hacked by all the bings and dings that are so hard to ignore. Her tech devices gained unauthorized access to Julia's brain. That's what hacking is, to gain unauthorized access to a system. And it all started with checking the time. The easy solution to this scenario is wearing a wristwatch. But without being a smartass, what would you have done? How do you go through your morning routine? I want to invite you right now to reflect on your everyday morning. What do you do on your commute to work? How long does it take you to get into focus? It took Julia another 15 to 20 minutes to focus her attention back on the task at hand. Our environment is full of triggers that tell us what to do next our phones, laptops, even our pantries or basements. But are those triggers serving you or are you serving them? How can you get out of the hamster wheel and create external triggers that actually serve you? How can we become unhackable? We could ignore the pings and dings altogether, but is that actually working? Researchers have found, and you might have experienced it yourself, that when you deny yourself something, the urge to do it anyway and the interest in it gets even bigger. Have you ever tried a diet by denying you certain foods? It is the time of the year where we have created New Year's resolutions. No sugar, no alcohol, no nicotine, no carbs... But what have you been thinking about since New Year's? Right. Pastries, Moscow Mule, a nice beer, chocolate-covered strawberries. Take your phone as another example. 
The mobile phone has become indispensable for staying connected to our families and friends all over the world, especially during a pandemic. But that also makes them a source of distraction. To have your phone in your field of vision, for example, makes your brain work on overdrive to ignore it, which takes away from your focus and concentration even more. So how about we hack back our phone and mobile devices? Ask yourself, how do you want to spend your day? Do you want to spend your day in the present? Or do you dislike your presence so much that you are purposefully driving your attention away from it? What do you want your day to look like? Are the apps on your phone aligned with your values? What do you need to be laser focused? In my opinion, it's determination, accountability, and most importantly, a strong why. Let's play a little game, the why game. When you want to get laser focused in flow with your task, please ask yourself the three questions. One, why do I want to do the task? If your answer is because I have to, skip the task and resume at the end of the day. The second question is, what is the outcome for you and for others when you finish the task? And finally, how many people profit from you finishing the task? Can you find your why now? Great! If not, think about if it is actually necessary to do the task. Because this task will neither bring you joy, nor will it get you into flow. And to get into flow, we need a focused brain. Our brain is a very complex mechanism that also works without our awareness. Our subconscious mind, the place where we store all our memories, any neuro associations can be our best friend or our worst enemy if we don't learn to expand our attention span. No matter what goals, profession or work you're currently pursuing, a focused mind is inevitable for getting into flow and for your success. So, are there any ways to train your brain to stay focused and productive? Or is it genetics? Think about your brain like a muscle. Yes, you can train your brain muscle to do almost anything. But before we go into the brain gym, it is necessary for you to figure out your peak hours. Your peak hours are the hours that you are most productive during the day. Some people perform better in the mornings, while others do great at night. They are called owl or lark people. Just a random side note. So, to measure your productivity, pay attention to your energy, motivation, your thought patterns, distractions and moods while experimenting different work hours. If you're bound to a 9-to-5 job, observe your energy, motivation, your thought patterns, distractions and moods during your work hours and figure out which your most productive work hours were. Take at least a week to establish your peak hours. For all the ones with flexible work hours, the first week, try to get your most important tasks done between 8 and 10 a.m. The second week, focus your attention on 10 to 12 and so on. Avoid multitasking. 
because multitasking is the death of flow. It has been proven to reduce our cognitive abilities. Even though multitasking can be beneficial in various situations, if you are seeking flow, give your full attention to the task at hand. Our brain can only process 110 bits at the same time. To listen to and to understand what one person says, we need at least 60 bits. That is why we cannot listen to more than two people at the same time. Also, avoid distractions. Ignore all the pings and dings and get totally involved in what you are doing. And that will be our theme for next week. The second pillar of flow, involvement. And that's it. That's it for today. That's our show. Thank you for tuning in and staying with me. Thank you for all your support. Thank you, thank you. I really, really appreciate you. If you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to reach out either through Instagram via moving underline river or via email bea at superwoman.coach. If you liked what you heard, then come back next week, subscribe and write us a cool review. If no one has told you today, I'm grateful for you. And remember, stay flowy, my friend.